You're a swimmer, a cyclist, a runner. You're a triathlete. You're a conqueror of the multi-sport mentality. You seek greatness in your everyday life. But as an age grouper, your forte is the physical fitness that you strive for. Endurance is your middle name. You're listening to the Age Grouper for Life podcast, the ultimate source for living the triathlon lifestyle. Colin and Elliot will discuss the most optimal training techniques to get you where you want to be mentally and physically so you're ready to bring it. You can do it. Ready to bring it? Welcoming your host, Peak Triathlon and USAT certified coaches, Colin Cook and Elliot Kawaoka. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. This is Colin with. Hey guys, it's Elliot. And this is episode 34 where we're going to talk the best we can about life uh, in the midst of the coronavirus here and how much everything is changing. So uh, we know everybody's challenged and going through rough times. I mean, I think something we'll hit on here a lot is just remembering to focus on what's really important and making sure that uh, we're doing all the best things we can try to stay healthy and and do what's best for our community and so forth but uh this is obviously a, a very challenging time with a lot of races being postponed elliot can talk directly about that here and how it's affected him uh, but we just felt like it was a good time to get some things out and some suggestions we have and things maybe we'll share to, to help people as we we work through this uh just i mean i still haven't figured out the right word to describe the the time period we're dealing through right now it's a time of uncertainty. I don't think we still... Yeah. I don't think... I mean, it's... We're recording this on March 20th, and I still don't think we really know what's going to actually happen, so... Right. <clears throat> so, let's t- let's quickly talk about... So, you know, I live in New Hampshire. Uh, we're definitely not as far along as, as Elliot is, I think, in the crisis uh, living in, in the state of Washington. So, Elliot, why don't you tell me what it's been like for you here the last few weeks? Yeah, I mean, it was weird. I mean, three weeks ago, everyone, I mean, it was definitely on the news, and I guess I still really didn't take it that seriously, and I think a lot of people felt the same way, and then we just slowly started hearing more stories about how contagious this could be, and then that senior center up north from us, a bunch of those seniors got infected and died from it, so... I think King County, Washington was one of the first um, cities in the U.S. with deaths. So, yeah, that put us on the map really quick. And immediately they shut down schools slowly. And then um, at first it was 30 days, and then it became six weeks. And then now it's they're talking about just shutting it down for the rest of the year, apparently. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah. every time I turn on the news, it's just more and more bad news, so I just have been starting to not really watch the news and just kind of keeping up with the main updates. Yeah, yeah, understandable. That's kind of my 
life philosophy to be honest is just the <laughs> pretty much most of the news these days is all negative so i really rarely miss the news uh i should be missing the news rarely catch the news and uh you know wait for people to tell me about something big which in a way is kind of sad but in, in my life i feel like it's worked out a lot better to to not focus on on all that negative stuff but but yeah and, and for me you know being somebody that uh my day job uh is based out of seattle so i've kind of had it a a feel and and gotten some been able to speak to people outside besides Elliot that, that live in the state of Washington and seeing how it's impacted them. Um, but for me in, in New Hampshire, um, we're definitely, I would say probably at least a week or so behind some of the tactics and things that have gone in place in in Washington and, and more on the West coast. Um, but, uh, you know, so I was fortunate enough to still be swimming. I, I did my, so this is yeah, Friday, the March 20th. Uh, I did a, a swim in my pool on, uh, my fitness clubs pool on, on Wednesday, um, before they shut it down that night. Um, and, uh, it's now, uh, a no swimming time, which, uh, I think some people in the triathlon world were happy about originally. They're like, we're not, we weren't even <laughs> they, swimming anyways. <laughs> Nothing's yeah, really changing in but, their lives. Uh, exactly. But even within a few days, I've gotten notes of people saying how they uh, they miss swimming now. And uh, I do think it's going to be something that, uh, yeah, at least, I mean, that's the, the crystal ball I wish I had. And, you know, trying to understand how long we're going to be in this state. But uh in retrospect here, I mean, I think we're really still at the tip of, of what we're going to see for an after, you know, I shouldn't even say aftermath, but effects from the coronavirus and everything that's going on here and the, the shutdown uh, that's occurring here. So, um, so yeah, why don't we uh, break the bad news? You know, Elliot was well on his heavy in his training for Ironman St. George. And uh, why don't you tell us your news here, Elliot? Yeah, so we just got the news yesterday, the 19th, that St. George is going to be postponed to September. So, I mean, I'm frustrated, but I have to think about all the other, especially the professionals. I mean, I mean, I, I did six five-plus-hour trainer rides inside, so and I've been doing, like, my peak Ironman build, going through my peak Ironman build, so... I mean, it felt, felt like I'm in really good shape right now. I mean, it's probably the best shape I've ever been in, like, this early on in the season to peak for yeah. this race. So it's just frustrating because I did put a lot of work in time, and it's kind I of... I know, and this is this is finally a year that you weren't going to do a marathon early in the year, yeah. too, huh? We could have yeah, seen what that did for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now my heart goes out to you and everybody that's been... Uh, Affected. I mean, it can be just really, um, you know, just just tough for motivation. And when you know, you're, there's uncertainty. Obviously, is demotivating. But especially when things you've been working hard for are now being pushed way out. Yeah, uh, and I think that goes to anything. I mean, I think a lot of people have passions <clears throat> that are just going away, and they can't do their passions because I mean, it doesn't even need to be triathlon. And that's right. why I, I just think you got to put everything in perspective and yes i am pissed and i mean i'm very frustrated about this and i really don't know how i'm going to go about training right now but i mean there's a lot more important things and i think a lot of people i mean i went on social media the other day and they're just like bitching about how these races are getting postponed and i'm like do you realize the other things that are going on in this world that are far more important than triathlon i mean 
I'm right. still going to resume training. I'm still going to exercise. I mean, I think that's the one thing that I can control and that will keep me sane. So I think training is very important at this time because, I mean, a lot of people don't have anything to do and they're just kind of stuck at home. And, um, I mean, we'll go and go into this in more detail, but I think training, and I tell everyone this, I mean, exercise is very important right now. Big time. Yeah, I'll go into some some high-level kind of general wellness things, I think, too, if we have time. But absolutely, I mean, if you don't even listen to this whole podcast or take anything away from it, you know, I would strongly encourage you to continue training. You know, obviously, if you don't have an Ironman coming up in the next month or two, you know, or you're, you know, at your heavy build cycles and and spending more volume, um, you know, you don't need to to maintain that. But uh, still, you know, swim, bike, here mimicking swimming i guess i should say and um biking and running is should be very feasible for everybody which is a a real positive i mean you know let's let's just take like pure swimmers right like yes uh you know we've got some workouts we can share for different things you can do as kind of dry land training for swimming but you know if you're a pure swimmer you're got to be really down right now and you know we still have the opportunity to help improve and and focus on you know our biking and our running you know maybe doing if you have access to things you know some strength work and you know what in a nutshell you know i'm encouraging my clients to do and what i'm adjusting their training to do is is focus more on you know going back to what we refer to as the out season where you know we're focused on building that short-term power and speed um you know that will then focus to translate to going faster over longer distances once we've got a better idea of when our, our races are actually going to occur Yep, and you had a training camp that was just canceled, right? I did, yeah. So I was supposed to go to my first uh, every man, team, every man Jack camp in Vegas. Uh, should be there right now, actually. Um, so I'd probably be on my bike right now in some nice warm temperatures. But uh, <laughs> uh, that got canceled uh, about two weeks ago, I think. So, um, and I think that was actually a hit for me of when this really kind of got real. Um, you know, because that was where I was really impacted. Uh, I don't have any races scheduled till, uh, actually I do have one in, in May, uh, an Xterra race that, uh, um, I'm certainly not banking on, uh, to say the least, but it's actually, it's, it is interesting. We'll quickly talk on that is, uh, because it's an Xterra that, uh, they have, it's, it's supposed to be actually in New Jersey and there's less than 250 people signed up. Maybe I should keep my mouth shut. So too many people don't <laughs> sign up for it, but, uh, because it's, uh, a smaller race um they are more encouraged that uh it could actually happen i mean i don't know what's what's changed even in the last few days i think it's uh extremely un- improbable but uh um some of these smaller events may have a chance to to go on but uh but yeah then i have uh some races in june that uh you know even last week i would have felt i felt pretty confident in saying that uh, i thought that they'd be happening but uh um skeptical i guess would would be an understatement of whether those are are going to happen um but to me you know um this has been an opportunity i mean most people are are stuck in their their homes or you know really you know working from home or minimizing their you know obviously their their access with the outside world so it should hopefully be opening up more time to train and to you know do some some other things and and I just highly encourage everybody to spend that time doing something positive and, uh, um, you know, think about some things that maybe you can do uh, to, to help 
take take advantage of this time that we have. Yep, that's so. what we've been doing. We made a little checklist of just house chores that we've been really wanting to get to that we just yeah. haven't been able to get to because we haven't we're usually not home this much. So we've already uh, started the garden outside and we're gonna paint the deck and so nice. Plenty of things to keep us yeah. busy. <laughs> There's plenty of things for sure. I mean. Uh, you know, as a local business owner, um, you know, I'm definitely in a, a hard spot to say the least. And, uh, you know, I've had to lay off employees, you know, I'm not making my rent for the first time this, this month, uh, you know, have some, some real concerns. And, uh, I mean, at this point I'll even say, you know, it's just a real question mark whether my business is going to be able to survive this. So, um, you know, again, let's keeping it all in perspective, um, and, you know, doing our best to get through it. And, uh, you know, it really comes down to, you know, every, everything we do is, is an opportunity to, you know, to do what we want with it. Right. And we can step up and rise up to the challenge or we can, you know, cave and, and go off and, and complain about it and end up in a, in a bad place. Right. Or, you know, just not happy and, and not achieving what we'd like to do or what we're capable of. So, you know, if, if anything, use this as a, an opportunity to, to improve your mental toughness and to, to work on things, to, to be appreciative that you're still healthy. You know, I'm also, <laughs> quick tangent here, uh, my seven-year-old niece, uh, she was in a very bad car accident last night. She's uh, likely not going to be uh, able to move for about six months. Um, they don't think she has any brain damage right now. But uh, who knows? And, uh, you know, it just there's there's just so much worse in the world than than having to deal with not having a race coming up in the next month or two. So, um, you know, so let's uh, let's do everything we can. Positive positivity is just so important. And and especially in tough times, it it goes so far. So um, do yourself a favor and and start thinking about, you know, you know, and it's, maybe it's adjusting goals. Maybe this is even an opportunity to do something different, you know, outside of triathlon that, uh, you've been wanting to do. And, you know, this is, this is open the gates for you to do that. Um, but even if you want to stay focused here, you know, there's tremendous opportunity to, uh, to be able to take advantage of this time. So, um, why don't we shift Elliot? Let's, let's talk about like some different things that we can do across swim, bike and run here. Um, so what do you have access or what's your kind of plans to do your best to, and just kind of talking about from a swim perspective? Hey, not much has changed for me because I, I live on a lake, so we're all good. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's definitely hard. And we tried swimming yesterday. Actually, Becca tried swimming. Yesterday. Oh, she did try it. Huh? <laughs> okay. How'd it go? 48 degrees. So it's still oh. a little too cold for me. How long was she in for? About five minutes. She said her face. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, her face yeah. was numb at the end, and but yeah. I think we're getting close to being able to swim in the lake. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of cords and um, right. So that's that's definitely something I wanted to to throw out there. Is I mean, or I'll start with saying that swimming is is the one sport of triathlon that you really you can't truly mimic that outside of being in the water. Um, you know, there's some great tools we'll, we'll hit on here for a minute, but, uh, you know, the reality is, is that, uh, it would be 
unless you're not swimming at all, it's it's very <laughs> unlikely that you're not going to lose some swim fitness during this time here. So that's a um, you know a harsher reality, and especially if you spend some time this winter, you know, working on things. But you know, it, it's still you know technique is is so critical in swimming. So there is a lot of things that we can do with bands. So uh, in particular, I'm a big fan of the Stretch Chords brand. So Stretch and then K-O-R-D-Z um, as uh, a manufacturer for uh, these bands. I mean, but you can get all kinds. I mean, you can get just the regular PT bands and be pulling those back and forth and still be getting benefit out of it if it's a cost issue or if, you know, you have access to those and not some stretch cords. But the stretch cords have specific paddles that you can put your hands into and they really – uh, the, uh, the best thing I've seen to mimic, you know, the actual ability to to get a swim motion and you know activating your your lats and your upper body in that that proper swim motion. So, you know, I also remind people that swimming is, you know, they say about eighty to eighty five percent technique. You know, only fifteen to twenty percent fitness. So, if there's things that you can do to improve your your technique right now, you know, that could translate and you could get you're going to get your swim fitness back pretty quickly. You know. I, Again, it's going to depend on how long we're out of the water and so forth, but uh, it's a really great opportunity there. Yeah, and that brings up um, a good point. I mean, we use the stretch cords too, and I mean, we do it in front of a mirror, and I've like picked little things. I mean, I I was doing stuff a little bit wrong, but I mean, it gives you a chance to really look at like, okay, what does my catch look like, and what can I improve, and do I look like I'm doing? I mean, it's a perfect. T- it's kind of like swimming in in um, what is it? Those infinite endless pools. Pool. Yeah, those endless pools. Yeah. I mean, they have right. mirrors, and you can really look at your form and stuff, but, I mean, most people don't have access to that, and when you're swimming in a pool, you really don't know what you look like unless someone's videotaping you, so it's a good way to kind of look at what your what your form looks like just on, on land. Yeah, and especially as you start to fatigue, too, right? You can yeah. start to see, you know, potentially those elbows dropping and different things like that, so... Um, yeah, great call in, in mentioning the mirror there, Elliot, as well, yeah, um, but... You know, simple as, you know, three sets of 30 or so, uh, you know, depending on the strength of the bands and so forth can go a long way. And that's something I encourage our athletes to do, you know, every every time they go swim actually is kind of part of their warm up and so forth. So it should hopefully be something that uh, our athletes are familiar with here. Wink, wink. Right. But uh, <laughs> for those people that uh, are new to it or thinking about things, that's definitely, um, you know, something to, to, to think about there. And, um, but if you do want to take it to the next level, um, so, uh, being the gadget man, I am, of course I do have a Vasa swimmer gometer. <laughs> I already looked into it. It's pretty uh, pricey. Yeah. So they are, they're not cheap at all. I actually, geez, I've had mine for probably eh, six, seven years now anyways, but, uh, I did buy mine used. Um, does yours have the but, power meter on it? It does. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep. So it's got power. So. Uh, but it's if those of you not uh, familiar with it, I mean, it's like a it's basically a bench that uh, then has some some stretch cord bands, you know, and uh, you can actually adjust the resistance to it. Um, so it's uh, it's a really good tool. You know, again, it's 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 as close as I've ever seen to mimicking swimming, but it's still a little bit, uh, you know, it's not going to be exactly like being in the water. But uh, it's it's definitely, um, you know, something that uh, can really help. And uh I know some people that, uh, you know, pools are far away from them or just from a time perspective, not having to waste that time driving to the pool and so forth. They do the majority of their training on the on the VASA and uh, still end up with some pretty darn solid results um, from doing so. So 
Uh, you know, maybe check Craigslist or, uh, you know, certainly can go, uh, Vermont based company up in, uh, in, in Vermont there is, uh, is Vasa, um, owner's a really nice guy and, uh, you could take a look at those if, uh, if you're looking to just take it to the next level here. I sense your new gadget's going to be an endless pool, Colin. <laughs> that would be nice, but uh, unfortunately, uh, especially with the economic state of our country, uh, I don't think it's coming uh, as soon as I would like here. <laughs> uh, but moving on, um, you know, I think we've talked about this, and um, for most triathletes, I think this will kind of be – uh, repeating or known information, but let's talk about some of the cool things that, uh, that people can do from, uh, from a training perspective, just with, um, um, from cycling. So, I mean, I guess even for you, Elliot, you're still, you know, you're not, uh, you're not on hundred percent lockdown. You in theory could go outside and ride your bike, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, we've kind of discussed this in previous episodes. I mean, yeah, I think Zwift is doing very well right now because I mean, I, I literally just oh, yeah. got off my bike uh, right before this podcast, and yeah. there was fifteen thousand people on there. Right. So oh, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, the community is growing. There's actually some some other uh, companies out there trying to compete a little bit. Uh, when I was at the, um, uh, why am I drawing a blank on it? The USA Triathlon uh, exhibit in January there in Arizona. Um, I'm drawing a blank on. It. Anyways, the the coaching. Um, clinic thing there and updating for continuing education they had a, a panel about you know um the gamification of cycling and so forth and so obviously zwift and um it was actually um um jordan um what's rap. jordan's last name jordan uh, rap. from uh what's rap yeah thank you uh was there speaking on behalf of zwift and talking about what they're doing and kind of the future a little bit there um, and now I'm drawing a blank. There was another new company coming out that, uh, was really focused on like really the gamification of, of indoor cycling and, you know, making it all about, uh, that user experience really just from trying to, to make it more of a game than just, you know, um, going on to do your training that happens to be indoors. Um, but I mean, we're obviously seeing Zwift going on. Um, you know, there's so many different group rides and, um, you know, Northeast Multisport, our local tri club, we're starting to do some some uh, lineups and doing some different um, group kind of activities on Zwift. And, you know, you can get your microphone going out and talk to people. And um, there's just it's a really great way to stay engaged and involved. I mean, for me, my setup is is almost always having Zwift on one screen. Then I have, you know, a TV or something going with you no know, Netflix or uh, Amazon prime or YouTube or something like that. Um, and, uh, it really helps to, to pass the time. And, um, you know, if you can't get into a group environment, which is, uh, highly unlikely at this point, um, you know, that's, that's really the, the best alternative I, I would recommend for people. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And, you know, there's, there's also things like, like trainer road. So, um, Zwift does require, you know, you have some form of, of power meter um, or something to, to um, record and, and measure your effort level and through watts. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of smart trainers out there, you know, your Wahoo, you know, Kicker, Snap, um, and, and different options like that. But, uh, you know, now TAC, owned by Garmin, has, you know, most of the, the major players have 
uh, or all of them, I really should say, the major players have a smart trainer that uh, even if you don't have a power meter, they can sync up with, with Zwift and uh, be able to um, engage and allow you to use that. Um, but obviously, if you also just have a power meter already on your bike, then you can use a quote-unquote dumb trainer to be able to still ride on Zwift. And um, just uh, you may need an Ant Plus stick or dongle um, to be able to, to feed that information to the computer, but uh, pretty easy to set up and um, can go a long way there. Uh, but also, you know, things like Trainer Road, Sufferfest, um, you know, those are some other platforms that can really provide. Uh, Be Cool actually has a pretty nice uh, virtual environment as well. I was actually just emailing with one of their reps the other day, and he was talking about how much increased activity and the different neat things they have going on there and uh, could be a good alternative to Zwift as well. Um, as I'm sure we talked about when we were talking about Zwift last time, the, the one thing I'll remind people and you know, at this time of year, even though, you know, we're, we may be switching to that more out season and, you know, trying to get stronger, you know, it's still important to make those easy workouts easy. Right. And yeah. don't get caught up, you know, um, you know, just cause I see Elliot out there and he passes me, you know, I don't need to. Oh, you'll try to hang on. What's that? You'll try to hang on to me. <laughs> <laughs> jump on his wheel or pass him back right you know with 15,000 people out there at the same time it's it's probably going to happen regardless of how strong you are uh, that people are going to be passing you and uh you know you know you want to take advantage of that world but at the same time remain in your own world and and make sure that you're doing what's best for you yeah that's a good point so yeah um cool all right so then moving on to running um you know me, I'm, I'm a big fan of trying to get outdoors as much as possible. Again, if we go to 100% lockdown, which does look like is going to happen here, um, you know, then obviously that won't really be uh, a viable option for many. But, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to stay warm when you're, um, when you're running outdoors in colder temperatures, you know, as long as you have the proper layers and things. And, you know, I'll go off on a quick tangent about just our general health and, you know, the, the value of, of our body uh, getting, receiving the sun and, you know, from vitamin D and all kinds of different benefits to that. So, um, you know, I, I encourage people throughout this to really try and still get outdoors, you know, and just get in front of the sun. Um, you know, don't, even if we're on lockdown and we can stay on our property, just get outside for a little bit each day and, you know, walk to the end of your driveway and back, you know, something simple as that. Um, could really be beneficial for you and your immune system and so forth. So um, make sure that you're you're still trying to get outdoors as much as you can. And until, you know, that lockdown, you know, going out, uh, bringing the kids, you know, doing hikes and different things we've been doing and, um, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with um, from that regard, but uh, get yourself outdoors. Um, so when it comes to running, you know, that's, that would be my recommendation is to still try and take advantage of, of the outdoors for that as long as we can. Um, but Zwift, you know, the treadmill in general is, is obviously an option. Um, and I'll, I'll say, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that like to refer to it as the treadmill, and I just remind people that, you know, uh, our, our mindset is everything. And so if you call it the treadmill, then you're right. It is going to be the treadmill. But if you embrace it and, you know, you recognize that it's giving you the opportunity to still run, even if we're in lockdown and, um, you know, trying to improve yourself, that uh, it'll just make you mentally stronger to be able to push through that and obviously physically stronger to be able to, to still train. So 
um, keep that mindset in mind um, as you're pushing through things that uh, maybe aren't ideal, but uh, you know you're still able to experience and do. Um, anything else to add there, Elliot? Yeah, I mean, I think you just touched up on a good point. It's like whether you're in triathlon or not. I mean, now is like a very important time for physical activity. Somehow, getting getting it in somehow. I mean, even going outside and like gardening. I mean, just moving around. I think that's going to be a key for a lot of people. That just, I mean, in general. I mean, we already have issues with overweight and obesity in America and I think now is um, a more important time than ever to just try to be as physically active as possible yes absolutely yeah so I guess I'll, I'll transition over I did write a, a blog about this on uh, peak recovery and health center.com um, just talking about self-care in the time of coronavirus so feel free to read it um, but uh, you know the biggest things really is you know highlighting you know, regular exercise, trying to maintain a healthy weight, you know, making sure you're getting enough sleep and just trying to reduce the stress as much as possible. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we could do that. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, obviously this is a stressful time and we're, we're experiencing something. Certainly I've never experienced, uh, anything similar like this. And I think most of our listeners haven't either, you know, stress levels are going to be high and, you know, we need to be taking a step back and remembering to, to try and, you know, do some breathing and reduce that stress, um, you know, from a recovery perspective. And we'll see as, as time goes on here about the, the validation on this, but, uh, um, you know, the leveraging of, of heat and especially like an infrared sauna can be really helpful if you have access to one of those. Um, the heat is just really good for our immune system and helping to reduce stress as well. Um, and particular, there's some research coming around specifically around the coronavirus and it just not really being able to survive in, in warm temperatures. So, um, I would encourage people if they have, if at all possible to try and, um, get themselves into an infrared sauna or some kind of heat environment to, uh, to, to try and help boost the immune system and, and reduce stress and just, just overall should be healthy. Um, so, so yeah, that's the kind of high level on, um, some general recommendations there um, from then. Um, why don't we talk about uh, just quickly? I mean, we, we hit on you know races being postponed, um, you know, and again we don't have the the crystal ball here, but uh, and as each day goes by, I think it's going to continue to to kind of look further out. But um, you know, I I still personally think that uh, you know there's some people saying that they don't even think we're going to have any races this season. Um, you know, and well, I'm not, I'm not, uh, closing the door or saying that anything isn't possible these days. Um, you know, and that's, you know, uh, a crazy, you know, talking point, but talk track, but, uh, I still am very encouraged that, you know, hopefully we're doing the right things now and that this by, you know, doing, you know, lockdown, if it comes to that, but, uh, the social distancing that's being, you know, forced upon us and so forth, it's going to equate to, uh, to hopefully us getting back to normal sooner than later so i uh, will be very surprised i'll go on record saying if, if that if we don't have any races this year and i still think that uh, there's plenty of racing to be done this year and that we have a lot to be motivated by from that regard yeah i mean and we, we uh, kind of touched up on this i mean right before we started this i mean what about 
Hawaii, and like, what what happens if they oh, yeah, point. they start racing again in let's say August, when that's usually the cutoff time? So there's going to be a lot of like, I mean, I'm sure they've only given away about half of the the Hawaii slots. yeah the Hawaii slots. slots. Yeah. So I mean, or what, even you know the Australia slots, right? Yeah. Um, you know those uh, the seventy point three worlds slots, uh, absolutely. Those are going to be, um, and I guess a little insight into that, I do have one of my clients that he has, uh, um, is eligible, I guess I should say, for a, um, a Hawaii slot that's scheduled, I should know off the top of my head, but I think it's either 2023, I think it is, maybe it's 24 or 25, but it's definitely a few years out. Uh, but he got a note the other day saying that because these races are being canceled and there's likely more to be canceled, these Ironman qualifiers that... Um, since they're getting bumped out to September, like Elliot's race here, that they're going to be qualifiers for 2021. Um, so there's some extra slots available for those people uh, that uh, are uh, on the legacy. And so there likely will be, I guess, maybe a, um, you know, a, a different uh, type of field or we'll have more legacy slot racers um, in Kona this year. Um, so so that, that's, should give you, uh, that should give people more motivation to continue on training and just kind of. Well, see yeah, how it plays and I out. mean, I think the other thing to consider there is that if we end up with these these races all being, you know, um, I don't know if congestion is the right word, but they're going to be all pushed a bit closer together. You know, that's going to minimize. You know, maybe there's that that person that uh, they were going to race. You know, they were going to race Texas and or Texas or St. George, and they were going to do Placid. You know, and like they were going to take multiple stabs at trying to qualify. Um, the likelihood of them being able to do that is is less, right? So um, that means that there's going to be more opportunity, likely, for people that are on the cusp to, to actually qualify. Yeah. All right. So. You know, if you're somebody that's really shooting for that slot, um, you know, I consider this to be an opportunity that uh, maybe you, you have the, the chance to, to be able to go out there and, and qualify because the, the field may not be as strong as it, it would have been if, uh, if all the races had happened as planned. Talking so, about all the positives, I like it, Colin. Yeah, kind of just came up with that one as we were going here, yeah. but uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's I true. think we I mean, just need in general it's, more it's positivity. Yeah, we just need more positivity, and we gotta try to bring out the positive things. That I mean, this is mostly bad things that are happening, but we gotta think yeah. positively. And exactly right. Our, you know, again, our mindset is everything, and um, you know, I guess I'll throw it out there. I don't know when we're gonna get this released. Hopefully, we can get it out soon, but. Uh, I'm also going to create a, uh, a little challenge here um, for people, anyone that wants to try and just have some, some focus and things. So uh, I'll put the details out, uh, probably going to build a Facebook group for it, but uh, doing something where we're focused on doing, you know, like 80 to 100 calisthenics. So whether it be push-ups, sit-ups or something like that every day, you know, for uh, women trying to drink like 75 ounces of water, men 100 ounces of water every day. Um, trying to, to read, you know, some kind of book for something um, every for 10 minutes or so every day. And then I'm trying to I'm going to work in some kind of meditative piece to it or focus from a just a, a breathing and relaxing kind of moment. But uh, um, we're going to I'm going to open that up so that we can do something that uh, we can keep yourself accountable. Um, we'll, we'll do it. I'm not going to set an end date. We're going to do it until the gym's open, basically, is, is what my plan is. Um, so I think that 
we can hopefully bring ourselves together as, as we continue to be pushed away from each other. You know, the, another beauty of the day of the internet and our ability to, to work and communicate with each other online is we still can stay connected. Um, so we want to make sure that we're getting interaction with other people and doing whatever we can to, to get ourselves in the, in the best environment possible. Yeah. Imagine if this happened back in the day when we didn't have internet and Wi-Fi and right. Netflix and I mean, what would we be doing? <laughs> now you're getting deep, man. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Right. You know, we have so much more. I mean, even, you know, let's just think about our jobs, you know, um, you know, I work from, from home regularly anyways, minus my travel and so forth. But, um, you know, things are going uh, for a lot of business. They're still operating pretty darn close to, um, to business as usual. And if we didn't have the online and our abilities to do that, then we would be in a lot worse situation than we are now. I feel. Yeah. So hundred percent. So, you know, if you're unfortunately in somebody that's being, you know, uh, affected by it more severely. And, you know, like I mentioned, I already had to lay off my employees at the center, which was extremely challenging and, and tough to do. Um, but, uh, you know, so our hearts definitely go out to those people and um, going to do, for me personally, do anything I can to to try and get them back, uh, you know, get, get things going back to normal and, and uh, you know, getting them back to normal as quickly as possible. But, um, you know, let's be thankful and appreciative again for, for the opportunities that, uh, that we have to keep moving forward here. Yeah. And we'll get through this. We will. We will. And, uh, you know, I think... Uh, just talking to one of my uh, other business uh, acquaintance of mine and, you know, talk, that's more on the financial side and, you know, th- things are going to be different on the other side. Um, there's a, there's a lot of things that are going to change just because of this. And uh, well, you know, there's, there's so much fear. Um, and I, I do feel unfortunate we're being driven by fear more than, you know, I would like to see. And that's, that's tough, but um, you know, we're, we all, we will get through this. There's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, us, anyone that's, that's focused on, you know, doing whatever they can to make the best of the situation is going to put themselves in a better situation when we get back to reality. And, uh, you'll, you'll thank yourselves not only during this time because you'll be in a better mental state, but afterwards, you know, I'm sure that you'll really look back at it and appreciate that, uh, you did what you could when, you know, with, with the opportunity and the cards you were, you know, dealt at this time. Yeah. So, yeah, did we hit everything we want to talk about? Aya? I think so. And yeah, just send me all yeah. the links, or I'll, I'll I'll link everything that we talked about um, on in our blog, yeah. on our Age Grouper for Life blog. So you guys can just click on the links that for everything, all yeah. the discussion points that we talked about. If you're if you're interested in um, doing any of the things that we discussed. Right, so that's agegrouper for life, F-O-R, life.com um, is our website if you're getting to us from another platform here. Um, but uh, also, you know, get back to us. You know, we have our Facebook page, too, with ideas or what you're doing or anything, um, you know, that, that you're doing in a positive manner through this time. We'd love to hear about it. And, uh, you know, we uh, we look forward to, to keeping things going and, and talking um you know, maybe we'll have to talk about it again in the next episode. Hopefully not, um, but uh, you know we're gonna uh, we're gonna get get through this and to just stay positive here. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. So, 
Cool. All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon here. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah.